0: All right, everybody. Week 8 NFL season started Thursday night with a uh, bit of a crazy game uh, with the Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers. If you had the over, there were a couple of attempts to get through that. They had an overturned call uh, with Adam Aaron Jones at the, at the one-yard line of the Arizona Cardinals and then last-minute interception by... Kyler Murray going back the other way. A crazy game to start the week, but the weekend is upon us. Wiz, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, doing well. Looking forward to uh, the Sunday action uh, going into week eight here. So uh, we'll see We'll see how it plays out. So uh, let's get right to it. We're going to go with DraftKings first. And uh, quarterback positioning, uh, I guess I'll start it out here. Go with the uh, two quarterbacks I like. And my fade, my two quarterbacks I like, the first one is uh, Kirk Cousins at 6,500. I just feel this is going to be, I know know, the situation with Dak is, is iffy, but I like Kirk Cousins in his game throwing the ball against that cowboy defense at home the Vikings offense usually clicking pretty good uh, I like him at 6,500 I like Carson Wentz uh, I love the way he played in the second half of that game in a rainstorm I think this is a really good opportunity at home against the Titans as well as 5,700 uh, my fade is going to be Justin Herbert at 7,300 for two reasons one is uh, Austin Eckler is a little banged up for this week uh, there's still not clarity about what's going to take place and the other thing is if he's banged up and Belichick really likes to take away what you do best and your thing that you're most comfortable with and I'm sure that's going to be Keenan Allen so with those two things uh, I just think against the Patriots we're going to ground them and pound them I'm going to fade Justin Herbert 7,300
0: Yeah, I like that thought process. It sounds like uh, Eckler is closer to, you know, probably on the better side of questionable and not. They've taken a cautious approach with him, but... I, I do, I do see this as being a ground and pound game for the Patriots. It's part of my player props, so I'll, I'll, I'll get to that later on. Uh, so I understand that. Uh, and Carson once did impress the hell out of me the other night in, 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 a, in a driving rainstorm. Uh, also, a player related to that uh, I have in my player props this week. So uh, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Um, I'm going with two guys on the, on the kind of the lower end of things when it comes to um, DraftKings at quarterback. I, I really like Matt Ryan. Uh, 5,900, and Ben Roethlisberger at 5,400. Uh, Ryan is playing very, very, very good football at the moment. Not making mistakes. Getting Kyle Pitts involved in this game. You got a Carolina team that's kind of on the back foot right now. I like I like the Atlanta Falcons in this football game as well. So I like Matt Ryan in this game, and I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have to. You know, throw in in this particular ball game. I, I like Roethlisberger. He had he had some success on a couple of occasions against the Browns in the last few outings. So I'm going Roethlisberger. Uh, we're at 5,400 against the Browns. And the guy I'm going to fade, even though he's kind of this year's version of Blake Bortles, I'm kind of worried about one of these days that, that he's going to get the hook in the second half instead of being able to come back from behind. But I'm fading Jalen Hurts. I'm, getting, I'm growing very tired of these terrible first halves and coming back in the second half with garbage time. I think one of these weeks he's going to get pulled. And I'm a little bit concerned. I know the Detroit Lions aren't exactly a fiery defense, Uh, But they're looking for a win. They're playing hungry. And I'm fading Jalen Hurts this week.
1: Bold fade against the Lions. That's a... That's definitely a bold fade. So, one, we go to running back, Can you take us out
0: here. Yeah, we'll do. So, uh, J- James Robinson to me, Seattle Seahawks defense is 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 not exactly the same defense that we used to see back in the day. Uh, granted, it's not going to be easy for a rookie quarterback going on the road. A lot more noise and all that. But you have to see if you're looking at the game film and what happened last week with Kamara. I love James Ro- James Robinson at 6600 in this game. Uh, until you're going to be proven wrong, Khalil Herbert at 5400. I don't think the San Francisco. Go forty nine defense is that you know is that strong of a defense and you know what they showed you last week even with Damian Williams back that Khalil Herbert is the guy right now at fifty four hundred that's the running back I like two guys I'm gonna fade they're in the same game I'm fading Alvin Kamara I'm saving I'm fading um, uh, Leonard Fournette in this particular game Kamara at eighty seven hundred Fournette at sixty three hundred we know Ingram's been brought in on a trade. He's touched the ball over 50 times in the last two weeks. Fournette's going against a very good defense for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, In that game, I see passing being part of this game for for both teams. Uh, So I'm going to fade both of those running backs. uh, Kamara at 8,700 and Fournette at 6,300.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of the same thoughts here. We're running back. I'm also fading Kamara at at 8,700. You just really don't run the ball. Um, against Tampa Bay. I definitely was almost going to fade Fournette as well, Um, but I just decided to just stick with Kamara because his price range is so high. As far as the ones we like, another similar one, James Robinson is at the top of my list at 6,600. Damian Harris at 6,500 i um, just going to keep pounding these running backs against the Chargers every single week. And a little further down the list, I'm going to go with Zach Moss it's at 5,200 in a game where I think he's going to get some opportunities uh, for carries and goal lines if the game script pulls up. So those are my thoughts, a lot of similar thoughts with you at running back. Um, moving on to wide receiver, um, I like Adam Thielen, 7,000 in a game where I also, you know, I'm going to stack cousins and Thielen. uh dk metcalf has been very very quiet uh since geno smith has taken over but i like him in this game um they've gone up against a couple of rough defenses since geno smith has taken over a little bit of a break here well a big break against the jaguars so i'm going to play dk metcalf at 6800 i like Devontae smith at 5500 uh to do something in that game against the lions a little bit further down Cole Beasley at 4,900. I think he'd get back on track with uh, a game where he catches a lot of passes. And my fate is going to be Keelan Allen just because I'm fading Herbert. And I just think that it's difficult when you have a, a, you know, a a guy like Allen who Herbert wants to get the ball to against Belichick. He's going to kind of make you go elsewhere with the ball. So, I'm going to fade Team Allen 6500.
0: Those are my thoughts on wide receiver this week. All right, was well, very good. Uh, I'm going to start with the fade side too. I, I went with the other guy because I'm still kind of perplexed at, at his price point every single week, and that's Mike Williams 7700. Uh, I, I like I said, we kind of agree with this. I, I don't trust that price point for the player, uh, and and I'm going to fade that player. The other guy I'm going to fade Wiz, and and he's had very little success against the New Orleans Saints and that is Mike Evans and I think you pointed out in one of the uh, few podcasts ago that he's the kind of he's the player that's kind of drawing more of the double teams in this offense but I am fading Mike Evans and his price range this week, those are my two fades. Now, the two guys that I like this week, on the, on the flip side, I'm going to go with Chris Godwin again, 6,400. I think he'll be getting the ball around the line of scrimmage a lot more. That's a player that I like this week. And you mentioned Carson Wentz when you talked about quarterbacks. But I like Mike Pittman Jr. at 5,300. This is not a good defense. I know I know Tennessee did a good job last week against Kansas City, but this has not been a good defense this, this, this year. Mike Pittman is the main dog. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's banged up. Uh, They don't really have a lot of other receiving options here. We know Paris Campbell's out. 5,300. Give me Mike Pittman Jr. for the Indianapolis Colts this week on the DraftKings rankings
1: you know, in hindsight, I probably should have went with Pittman as well, considering that I have Wentz at quarterback. I should have looked over the wide receivers, so I kind of I missed that one, I think. So I'm going to join you, definitely going to put Pittman in, in some of my plays. Uh, I have Evans and Brady in almost all my leagues, that combination, and I'm worried about this week because I, I just know what's going to happen with Lattimore. I'm not saying Evans can't get a touchdown and still have a decent game. But I'm worried about like both of those guys getting thrown out or for fighting. I mean, D.K. Metcalf was, was trying to be relaxed, and those two guys were going to be uh, almost got into a few fights. And Mike Evans is just one of these short-tempered guys. So, Lattimore and Mike Evans, it's going to be a real battle, literally, on the field in that game. So, I, I understand the fate. I'm just hoping uh, that Evans could do something for my fantasy football team this week. Um, So I'm going to, uh, who started tight end Uh, a wide receiver? You're going to start. Oh, so you, you take us out of tight end,
0: right? Yep. So, you know, it's really interesting was how tight end has evolved this year. I mean, we come into the year, right. Dyron Waller had one great game. He's been kind of a disappearing act since then. He's off this week. Uh, we know that the situation uh, around uh, George Kittle with the injury, you know, Kelsey's been more inconsistent than we've usually seen here with the way the Kansas City Chiefs are playing. So the position has gotten a lot, a lot tougher for sure. I actually don't have a fade this week, quite frankly, looking at the list because the price points aren't that particularly high. So, I don't actually have a fade at tight end, uh, but I do have three guys that I really like, D- even though I've kind of questioned uh, Jalen Hurts this week, but at $4,700, i am very comfortable with the price range for Dallas Goddard. I think he's basically the 1A in this offense to Devontae Smith. Uh, I, I feel this is a guy that's definitely showed us before the bye week that he's starting to come on. Uh, but I think Freermuth of, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're starting to hear the mooths coming from the crowd. Uh, I think you're going to continue to see this guy's role. And by the way, I think Ebron is also out this week. So I like Freermuth at 3,600 uh, as the tight end, two tight end plays that I like for the week.
1: Yeah, and I had the same thought as you, uh, I, that I didn't really have a fade. So I'm just going to just fade Kelsey because of his price. Uh, he's 7500 and he hasn't gone wild in, in, in many games this year. You know, I think he's good for 70, you know, maybe 70, 80 yards, receiving seven, eight catches. But I think there are a handful of receivers where you get a lot of salary relief that could put up similar numbers. So at the price – I'm gonna fade Kelsey at 7,500. I'm with you at Faramuth at 3,600, and I also like T.J. Hawkinson. I have a feeling this is gonna be a T.J. Hawkinson week. I like him at 5,400. So similar ideas with you at tight end. Certainly at 3,600, and uh, I I have a feeling uh, that T.J. Hawkinson will will play well this week. But uh, that's what I got. So let's get to our break the slate guys. So I'll hand it off to you. Who's your break the slate DraftKings? player that's either at a minimum or very close to minimum salary. Yeah, so
0: I I have three this week. Um, One guy who I've drafted in a couple – picked up in a couple of leagues, excuse me, I made the dumb mistake of dropping him in one league – Uh, I think this is a player that the Jacksonville Jaguars want to utilize his speed and talent. He showed us this in two games in a row. I know they were off this past week. But Jamal Agnew at $3,700, I'm very interested in that player. Uh, So that's a player I like from the Break the Sleek perspective. And uh, on the New York Jets, I'm not sure. I know they have a backup quarterback in Mike White, uh, but they're banged up. It looks like Corey Davis is not going to be playing this game. I'm going to give Keelan Cole Sr., a shot at 3,000. I know that's a reach for the Jets. My guess is the Jets are going to be playing from behind. Somebody's going to have to catch the football outside of the running backs. I think the running backs will be very active for the Jets in this particular game. Uh, But Keelan Cole Sr. is the guy that I'm going to give a shot at. And look, at 3,200, without the receiving options, and I think this guy should be getting more opportunities in this offense, but Mo Alley-Cox at 3,200 at tight end, those are my three Break the Slate guys this week, Wiz.
1: My break this way guy is also a wide receiver and he also plays for a New York team, but he plays for the New York football giants. I'm going to go with Dante Pettis at 3,500 for two reasons. One, similar to the jets with the receiving core is, is banged up. Galladay has been ruled out. Shepard is going to play. They're not quite sure about Tony. He traveled with the team. He may play, but Dante Pettis is a guy that I, I know you as well. I've always found a little interesting. He's a terrific route runner against that Kansas City defense, who has, you know, has shown that they can't even stop a nosebleed um, against the Giants this week. Dante Pettis, thirty-five hundred, is going to be my break the sleep guy. Maybe five or six catches and a touchdown against the against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football.
0: All right. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. I like it. I like it, Wiz. I like it a lot. All right. So let's get to the game lines. Um, How many games did you take this week, Wiz?
1: I have three. uh, Two I like, and one I'm going to go as a two-unit play uh, as a game I really love. And how about yourself?
0: I I have two games, um, and I don't have any two-unit plays, but I have two games. So why don't you you kick us off uh, with your game, game picks this week?
1: Uh, the first game I like is the Washington football game. Washington football team plus three and a half points against the Broncos. Um, I just think this is a good matchup for the Washington football team. They they really were unlucky last week against Green Bay. Um, and I think it may take a week or so for Jerry Judy, who I believe is the Broncos' best receiver, to get back into full form. Uh, he's certainly going to help Bridgewater. But I think Washington's offense has been able to move the ball. They're going to move the ball, I think. They're going to you know, use McKissick and Gibson tomorrow uh, offensively. So I like the Washington football team, plus three and a half points. Uh, the next game I like is the Seahawks and Jags over forty four and a half points. I know the Seahawks offense has been completely stagnant with Geno Smith, but let, let's really look at this closely. The first game he had to come in was against the Rams. The second game he played, which is the first game he started, was at Pittsburgh, and then the last, and then the third game which he played in, the second game he started, was against the Saints. Those are three. Terrific defenses. This, the last game against the Saints was like kind of rainy. It was the weather wasn't great. This is a big, big drop off of defenses that he's going to be going against. And I really feel strongly to your point that you like James Robinson, that the Jags and Agnew as well. The Jags are going to be able to move the ball and score points. I really like the over in the Seahawks-Jags um, game over 44 and a half. And the game I love, uh, my my strongest feeling about, I love the Colts uh, tomorrow. This is what I talk about uh, the week before when we both picked the Bengals, that the Ravens had played a perfect game against the Chargers, and I feel the Titans had played a perfect game against Kansas City the week before. They had the emotional win against Buffalo the week before that, and now they're playing against the Colts, who don't Commit penalties. That's going to be a big part of this game. Carson Wentz is playing with a lot more confidence, and I know Derrick Henry is leading everything and rushing, but Jonathan Taylor is really a terrific running back, one of the best in football, and I love the Colts, minus two and a half points against the Titans as my best bet of the week.
0: Yeah, I know the Colts are playing terrific footballs, and um, I, yeah, I, I, and, and going back to your point about C, just Seattle, uh, just in general, Seattle. By the way, Geno Smith in all of the games he had an opportunity to win those football games. That's the that's the interesting part of it. So, uh, so I, that, that was my comments about the games that you're taking, and uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with any of those picks. And the Colts are playing good football, and they, they definitely have some momentum coming off that big win against San Fran last Sunday night. All right. What about you? You said you had two? Yeah, I have two. Uh, I'm growing confidence in what's going on in Atlanta. Uh, I think there's a team that's kind of figured out how to use Kodaro Patterson. Kyle Pitts is coming on, and I think, like I said, Carolina is going the wrong way here. I predicted this team to make the playoffs, but it's not looking very good. I know they got themselves back in the ring for, for uh, Deshaun Watson. It looks like that's kind of fading again, but I like them laying three at home. Against Carolina, I just think Matt Ryan is, is playing good football right now. And like I said, Arthur Smith has found a way to use Patterson. So I like that game. And I'm going to go with the over, Wiz, in the Jet-Cincinnati game. Uh, I see this as a game maybe kind of like a 38-17 to 17 type game. The over-under is 42-and-a-half. I like the over, Jets against Cincinnati um, tomorrow uh, tomorrow afternoon in New York.
1: Wow! You not only do you like the over, you like it going way over. <laughs> Fifty-five points you're predicting. I don't know. I'm always dubious in these situations. It, it just looks like a letdown game for Cincinnati. Uh, I, I, you know, I could see it. Anything could happen. There could be mistakes made in the game. Uh, I'm not sure how the Jets are going to. You know, how well they're going to move the ball. Again, um, it could be just a letdown, a letdown game for Cincinnati. Uh, So no view on that game. I just want to ask you one question about your Falcons pick. Are are you concerned at all with Gilmore being activated for Carolina with that elite secondary, you know, matching up against that Falcons offense with, you know, who, terrific one-two punch with Ridley
0: and Pitts, are you yeah, concerned about that? No, nah, you know, last week, right, By- Byron Jones and-, and Xavier Howard both played for Miami, and, and-, and Matt Ryan lit them up, as did, K- uh, as did Kyle Pitts, so I- I'm-, I'm not worried about a guy that's just kind of walking out off the street who hasn't played a game this year. I know he's an elite secondary guy, but no, I'm not worried about it for those reasons.
1: All righty, so I started the, the uh, game picks. How many prop plays do you have, and uh, are there any two unit plays, or are they all one units that you like, Glad, How many do you have?
0: So I, I have I have uh, ten in total, but there there is one there is one I want to talk about, and, and and the line has moved a lot. I'm not playing it. There's a couple that have moved a lot over the course of the week. The Alvin Kamara rushing yards, by the way, started with at 63 and a half. It is down to 56 and a half. That is a line that is. Moving in one direction. So, uh, but yeah, I have uh, I have I have ten different picks. How many do you have, Wiz?
1: I have eight. So you're saying you have ten, and and you're not even including the Camaro No, I'm not
0: including that. I'm just taking note on how much that line has moved thus far this week.
1: All right. So ahead. Uh, reel them off. Are there any that you stand out to you, or you kind of like all? playing the
0: same. Yeah, I have I have one two unit pick. Actually, two two unit picks. I have. Sorry, two two unit okay. picks, and everything else is going to be.
1: Uh, why, why don't we uh, save the excitement and uh, like a crescendo build up for that? Uh, so, start off with the eight that you like, and then uh, you'll end it with the two that you love.
0: Yep, sure thing. So, uh, you've talked about Justin Herbert. I've talked about that game. Kind of worried about two hundred ninety one and a half yards for Justin Herbert in this game. It's a lot of yards. So, I'm going the under. For Justin Herbert in this game you mentioned Jonathan Taylor he's been super consistent uh 79 and a half yards is the over under for his rushing yards I'm taking the over Jonathan Taylor James Robinson 98 rushing and receiving yards combined I am taking the over for that one uh Dallas Goddard 51 and a half yards receiving I'm taking the over for this one I talked about Frere Muth already. By the way, this line has moved from 27.5 to 32.5, but I'm still taking it. Frere Muth receiving yards over 32.5. Damian Harris rushing yards, 71.5 rushing yards for Damian Harris. I'm taking the over for Damian Harris rushing yards. Michael Carter of the New York Jets rushing and receiving yards over. Over 69-and-a-half, I'm taking the over. No Tevin Campbell, uh, Tevin Coleman, and I just think they've gotten him gotten very involved in the passing game. I like him at over 69-and-a-half, uh, especially with that young quarterback there and an experienced quarterback. And then you know what? It's his first game back. He's only had 100-yard game against the Pittsburgh Steelers in his career. I think you'll still see a lot of Dearness Johnson in this game. I'm going to take the under Nick Chubb, 85-and-a-half yards rushing against the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: The uh, Michael Carter one was that total yards? Total yards six.
0: Total yards sixty nine and a half. That's correct.
1: All right, and uh, three for those you uh, one unit plays and wait on us. Give us the two that you love.
0: Uh, I am very confident in both of these picks. Two unit plays. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the game script here. I'm looking at what's happened to the Miami Dolphins. I I absolutely love Miles Gaskin at twenty and a half yards receiving the over. Miles Gaskin in each career game he has played against the Buffalo Bills, he has broached that level, and Michael Pittman Jr. over sixty six and a half yards receiving. Those are my two two unit picks. Was
1: very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see, I could see those. Uh, you know, I didn't. Uh, Gaskin one is definitely going to be a good one because, um, I mean, you know, certainly it helps with more volume considering that uh, Malcolm Brown is out for the year. It's going to be using just two running backs. So uh, we, I believe we have two similar ones. I have eight, seven of the eight are one-unit plays, and I have one two-unit play, and I'll save my two-unit play for last. So let's go with the two that are similar with you james robinson seahawks as we've gone over week in week out cannot cover running backs out of the backfield so i think he's get 30 yards 40 yards receiving um and he's gonna i think i'm close to 100 yards rushing as well so i love 98 and a half yards over total yards uh i'm with you on damian harris over 71 and a half yards rushing those are the two that i have similar to you now let's get to the other ones uh Carolina does not give up receiving yards to running backs. We've cashed on this every single time. I'm going to go under both Claudaro Patterson under 35 and a half yards receiving yards and under Mike Davis, 12 and a half yards receiving. Uh, We talked about the Saints buck game. I'm going to go Leonard Fournette under 55 and a half yards rushing. You just can't run the ball against the Saints. I just feel, can it go over? I guess this is one that uh, I think, you know, goes around game script. But it's just difficulty um, running the ball against the Saints. So I'm going to go under 55 and a half yards rushing with Leonard Fournette. I'm going Henderson, Darryl Henderson, over 17 and a half yards. I'm, sure, I'm sorry. Daryl Henderson, over 17 and a half yards carries uh, against the Texans. The Rams played a strange game against the Lions. They were getting kind of bullied in that game. That's not going to happen this week. I just think the game script is going to call for a lot of Handoffs for Daryl Henderson. I'm not gonna mess around with total yards. I'm just gonna go carries over 17 and a half carries. I'm gonna go Dalvin Cook, who this week off I think has helped immensely. Uh, over 84 and a half yards rushing against the Cowboys. Uh, I feel good about that one. And last, but certainly my not least, my two unit play. It's gone over a year and a half. Derrick Henry on the road rushing yards. Uh, I'm going to have to thread the needle with this one because my best play of the week is the Colts, and my best prop play is Derrick Henry over. I'm hoping to thread the needle, but I'm going to go Derrick Henry over 103 and a half yards rushing. That's what I got.
0: All right, Wiz. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, all all good thought processes around that. Like you said, you touched upon the Carolina situation. They have definitely been able to hold guys, and we're both. It sounds like we're both nervous about. I don't know what that game is going to be like between the Saints and the Buccaneers. uh, But it sounds like we're both nervous, kind of on the definitely on the running back side. And you know, you you express some concern on on the Mike Evans side. Uh, I kind of get what you're saying on on Daryl Henderson for sure. And like you said, Cook coming back from that from that break is coming back gets, a, gets another week off to get healthy. Uh, and Dallas up front is not particularly strong. Uh, Secondary has yeah. made a lot of noise this year, but, but, I, but I, like, I like the calls and all of them. I, it, it, I think they're all good calls was.
1: All righty. Good stuff. So there we have it. Hopefully uh, we'll have another successful Sunday. It's been a terrific year so far. Uh, And
0: hopefully we'll keep it going. Yep. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, Good luck this week. Uh, Have a good rest of the weekend, Wiz. Uh, Happy Halloween to everybody out there. Hopefully uh, not too spooky a week in fantasy for everybody. But uh, enjoy the games, and we'll be back next week uh, with a recap of all the action uh, and lots more to discuss. So enjoy the rest of the weekend, Wiz. Enjoy the football. Later, everybody. Thanks. You do
1: the same.